I spent the last 10 years teaching corporate America leadership and teamwork. Now, I've left my 9 to 5 job to help as many people as possible become leaders in their work and personal lives. Some say leaders are born, but I say they're built. This podcast is the beginning of my mission to create change on a massive scale. Join me and follow along as we explore leadership, teamwork, and growth together. My name is Brian Rollo, and this is Lead with Impact. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Brian, and I am happy to have you with me here today. I hope wherever you are, you are having a great day. It is just about springtime here in upstate New York where I am, and today is You know, that day in the air when it first sort of starts to feel like spring, that's what today is. The sun is out and it's warm and the snow is melting. So it's a a beautiful thing and I hope wherever you are, things are good too. I wanted to follow up on our conversation that we had yesterday about workplace culture. And you know, talking about workplace culture, you always get some interesting reactions. And to me, it's sort of like sales and buying a TV. Now, this is going to seem crazy, but when you go to buy a TV, and I bought one not too long ago, it's easy to get confused by all of the options that you have. Somebody will start talking to you about 4K and 5K and 3K and pixels and the type of connections you have, and you can get really into all the nitty-gritty and try to compare the different options that the TV has. And unless you're an expert, which I'm not, it can be a little bit confusing and a little bit overwhelming. And really, you can end up bogged down in all these details of things that aren't super important. Because at the end of the day, at least for me when I buy TV, all I care about is having a great picture and being able to enjoy a TV show or a movie with my family and friends. That, that's what it is all about. And if it looks great and sounds great and enjoy it, I don't care about pixels or cords or any of that other stuff. Just just make it happen. And workplace culture, I think, can be a little bit like that because when you start to talk to people about workplace culture, you sort of get this funny look and they're wondering why they should worry about workplace culture. And really, at the end of the day, they don't have to worry about workplace culture. They should be worrying about the end result. And the end result is having a profitable company that does well and makes customers extremely happy. Workplace culture is a way to get there. It's a tool to make sure the people in the company are happy and that makes the people on the outside of the company happy. So when somebody says, why should I worry about workplace culture? You should worry about it if you want the end results to be great. So That's sort of the way I look at it when I talk to people about why they should be invested in workplace culture or treat workplace culture as a business priority. So I wanted to run off about eight different benefits or end results of having an outstanding workplace culture. So the first one I wanted to talk about is less stress. So... When businesses have an outstanding workplace culture, there's less stress on the people that work there. With bad workplace cultures, people have things to worry about, like who's gossiping about me? Who's backbiting me? Does a supervisor have it out for me? Am I going to lose my job because they decided they want to cut back today? These are the kinds of people that are 
kinds of things that people are thinking about instead of thinking about how can I do a great job. They've got all these other stressful factors going on that are distracting them from being able to do the type of job they would be able to do without those factors. So if you can pull that friction away, it just makes the end result that much easier to achieve. So it's benefit number one. Number two, less absenteeism. Here's a shocker. When people don't want to go to work or they don't like work, they find reasons not to go. And if they've got five sick days or seven sick days or nine sick days, they're taking all of them because they do not want to be at work. So they're going to make the most of any opportunity not to have to show up. On the other hand, when people are engaged in the mission, when people enjoy the people they work with and they feel like they're accomplishing something, sure, they're going to call in sick when they're sick. We want them to but they're going to make an effort to be at work and they're going to be invested in the end result. So they're going to be there when they can be there. Greater productivity. We'll get to this in a minute when we talk about profitability, but greater productivity, study after study has shown that when people are happy, when they've got that friction of stress removed, they do more. They're not looking over their shoulders. They are invested in the outcome again, which makes productivity all that much better. In workplaces with negative workplace cultures, people are not interested in productivity. People are interested in five o'clock. <laughs> They're interested in watching that clock and watching it tick closer and closer and closer. And by about 4.50, they're checked out. Well, maybe if they make it that long, uh, but they just waiting, waiting, waiting for the clock to hit. Break time, lunch time, and time to leave. Those are the best times. Where again, in a culture where people are bought in, sure, we want to get home to our private lives, but you'll see people that want to stay late, they'll see people that are really bought in to getting that end result achieved. Employee satisfaction is a reason to invest in a great workplace culture for the same reason. Satisfied employees get more done. You've got that friction taken away from them. They enjoy their jobs. And you know what else satisfied employees do? They tell their friends about it. And they refer good people to come work with them. And they don't refer bad people because they only want the best people to be there working with them. It also helps out with the next reason, which is retention. Again, sort of seems obvious, but people in a great workplace culture tend to stay. People in a place with bad workplace culture tend to go, especially your high performers, because they have choices. As we talked today in early 2019, the unemployment rate is at near record lows, which is a great thing, and it's really great for employees, because that means if they don't like a job somewhere else, they know they can pack up and go, and there's a pretty good chance somebody else is going to hire them because it's, a, it's an employee's market and companies are hiring. So you don't have to stick around at a place you don't like anymore. So creating that workplace culture keeps those people who might have been on the fence right there working with you, especially your high performers. Creativity is a great reason. People in a great workplace culture have permission to be creative. They've got permission to share ideas. They've got permission to think of things that are beyond the minimum requirements. Again, in that 
clock-punching environment, nobody's worried about being creative. In fact, maybe they've had their hands slapped when they've given ideas that the powers above them didn't like, so they're not going to speak up anymore. The opposite is when employees are encouraged to be creative, when they're encouraged to have outside-the-box ideas, it's better for everybody. Management is not always the smartest people in the room. Especially with a lot of employees, the more you can make people feel free to give their input, free to be creative, the better everybody's going to be. And that comes down to your customer service. First and foremost, happy employees, happy team members give great customer service. Miserable team members give poor customer service. It really is that simple. You can't expect to have team members in a bad culture all of a sudden become great at customer service. It's not going to happen. They're not going to go above and beyond. They're not going to be smiling when they talk to customers. It's going to be a mediocre, indifferent situation at best, sometimes worse. Positive workplace culture, the employees feel it. And we've all felt it when we've gone to places of business and walked in and we knew the people there were having a good time. They were happy. They enjoyed being there. They enjoy interacting with the customers. Those are the kinds of places we want to go back to. And you can tell when it's not that way. And lastly, and probably we should have started this, the reason why a workplace culture is really important is profitability. The bottom, bottom, bottom line is that organizations with great workplace cultures simply make more money. They are more profitable. It is a business objective, as you've heard me say many times. The funny thing is so many businesses try to make more money by chipping away at the culture, as we talked about a few episodes ago. Let's take more away from the employees. Let's fire more people and make the ones there work harder. Let's really not care about their happiness at all and just try to squeeze every drop out of that sponge. And it has a reverse effect because those employees that are there, again, they're going to have all the problems we've talked about already. They're not going to be invested. They're not going to be happy. Whereas the flip side of the equation, investing heavily in your employees I'm not saying over hire, as we talked about before, but I'm saying invest in a great culture for your employees, make them feel important, make them feel they're top of the chain, simply is shown to be more and more profitable. You know, if there's something else you could do to boost your business, most companies would go ahead and do it. If there's something you could invest in, if there's a product you could buy that was guaranteed to increase your business, most of us would do it. But how many of us are investing in building a great workplace culture. I have a speech that I give and a workshop that I give called Creating a World-Class Workplace Culture. So it really models what the world-class workplace cultures are and brings it to a company that I work with so they can build off that culture. And here's a, a couple of really incredible statistics. The Gallup organization a few years back did a, some testing and some surveys, and they found out that the companies in the 99th percentile of worker engagement, so great cultures, engaged employees, 
had four times the profitability of companies in the first percentile. That means if you have companies that have really bad culture next to a company that has a really great culture, a world-class culture, the second one's going to be four times more profitable. What else could you do to build your business that is going to make it four times more profitable? Now, that is only for the 99th percentile. That is truly what we call world-class. Not everybody can be in the 99th percentile. But what you should know is that staggering results were seen just by being in the top 25% of workplace cultures. So if you can take your workplace, and if you're a manager, if you can take your team in the workplace and make it in the top 25% of workplace cultures, you are going to see very, very, very strong statistical evidence of increased profitability. Anywhere from 10 to 20% in income and even greater reductions in some of the negative things we've talked about, like uh, loss of employees. So the business results are real. If you want to be a great business, invest in culture. And if you want to be a great leader within a business, invest in culture. It's one of the greatest things that you could spend your time building, and it has long-yielding effects. So that's it for today. I wanted to leave you with the quote of the day, and I really like this one. It really is applicable by Doug Conant. He said, to win in the marketplace, you must first win in the workplace. That is it for today. I thank you for joining me. If you want to find me online, you can get me at www.brianrollo.com or brian at brianrollo.com all the typical social media platforms. Give me an email. Tell me what you think of the show so far, what you like. we got some more interviews coming up in the next few days. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to introduce you to some great people, I think. If you found me on iTunes or Google Play, please leave us a rating and a review. That would go a long, long way in helping us keep this thing going. So I appreciate your time. Go out there, have an impact, and have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.